Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast. I'm Amy Lynch, and I've been bringing my kids into business settings since becoming a parent in 2016. This podcast contains a mixture of solo and interview guest mini episodes focused on all things parenthood, business, flexible, and remote work with kids. Season 5 has been sponsored by the Startup Women Fund, presented by Startup Canada, Scotiabank, and UPS. Thank you for tuning in. Hit the subscribe button and leave a review online. It helps other parents parents find the podcast. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in to this, the final episode of season five of the Mixing Babies and Business podcast. Amy here, the host and producer of this show, and each season I like to recap the guests I've interviewed and the themes that we've covered. I'm not going to run through every highlight, but rather would like to pause and reflect on one topic from each conversation which left me thinking about how I'm currently designing a life that works for me and my family. Let's get into it. Before I get started, I'm always keen to hear your feedback on the podcast. What caught your interest? Any guest insights which landed for you? If you'd like to send me a message, you can reach me through my website, mixingbabiesandbusiness.com forward slash contact. You can also leave a review on iTunes or rate the podcast there or via Spotify if you prefer that. And of course, other listeners have shared their thoughts on social media. I'm most active on LinkedIn these days, so please, if you're sharing your feedback, tag me, Amy Lynch, or the Mixing Babies and Business Company page, and I'll be sure to see it that way. Season 5. Didn't know if I'd make it, but here I am, three years into podcasting about parenthood, entrepreneurship, flexible, and remote work with kids, and the guests keep saying yes, people keep pitching to be on the podcast, and the sponsorship has come through once again in 2023. Thank you for supporting my work by tuning in during your family routines, en route to work, at home while you do most likely far too many things, wandering around perhaps with a baby sleeping on you, or kids playing nearby. I've been in summer mode since late June, but it hasn't really felt like a summer break until this coming weekend as I'll be more offline for the rest of August. As I try to split my days up between transitioning our youngest kid into daycare, spending time with the kids while they're not in a summer camp or some other form of activity before it's back to school time. The merchandising started weeks ago. They're in full-on teacher and school bus driver recruitment mode here in Ottawa, Canada, but I'm not quite ready to think about organizing multiples of anything or making sure everything fits right now. If you don't live in a part of the world that gets extremely cold in winter, you probably can't relate to me right now, but I forgot about how long it could potentially take to get out of the door with kids when it's snowsuit weather, which unfortunately can be anywhere from four to six months here in our nation's capital. It's still summer, the shorts are on, and we'll probably be panic buying winter boots for three kids around Halloween when the temperature usually drops. For now, stay with me because we're going on a magical tour of what was season 5 of the Mixing Babies and Business podcast, the season I will fondly remember as my most cruisy, predictable, and efficient run at podcasting since I began recording three years ago in August 2020. Partially, this was because I didn't have two kids under the age of five at home alongside me, bored out of their mind from playing with each other every single day, again and again. But we 
now have three kids, so that's up the game a bit for me, and this toddler is no joke. Something about being a youngest sibling seems to have instilled in him a sense of bravery that is oftentimes scary, so there's no multitasking happening for me right now, as long as he is awake. Partially, this was because I've done four previous seasons. I'm more used to my tech. The sponsorship grant involved working with the same core organization, and I had a rough idea of who I was going to pitch to interview once I emerged from the postpartum baby fog of co-sleeping, breastfeeding, and overall just not sleeping so much. But thanks to more sleep, the same podcasting workflow and predictable routine, as well as some staggered childcare help with our youngest and school being in season for the most part of my recording and editing work, season five has felt like a breeze. Dare I say, almost relaxing. It was that enjoyable. I've had fun speaking with all of my guests to date. I always learn something new, but I was able to schedule and book, record the interview, edit and produce the podcast within a four-month window from start to finish, which I'm sure seems like a bit of a lenient schedule to most people, but for me, working from home, local coffee shops, libraries, and sometimes even a parking lot while my toddler sleeps, this is massive progress for me. Season four, after having my last kid, took me around nine months to record, edit, produce, and roll out. It was essentially the same time length as growing another baby, but an audio format only one. So woohoo for us, because if it's not feeling any bit of ease or fun, then what are we doing it all for? I understand the comfort zone, growth mindset thing, and of course love the odd challenge, but every day or every time I log on to hit record, no thank you, I don't have the energy for that in my life right now. Episode 63 started off with me, Amy, providing a bit of a breakdown of this quickest podcast production season ever. Hopefully it only gets better from here on in. My podcast interview with a remote show and it teased to this bonus solo episodes I recorded for numbers 70 and 80 and this one 81. Then I shared my first interview with Kate Toon, a parent of one kid and founder of Stay Tuned Inc., who spoke with me about running multiple businesses supported by remote contractors, writing books, and speaking on stages to demystify digital marketing and business building. Those episodes rolled out as numbers 64, 65, and 66, and this week I received a package in the post from Australia. It was a signed copy of Kate's latest book, Six Figures in School hours, which I'm going to read this summer. Something that Kate and I chatted about that caught me in the moment was this whole mantra she has around the world will wait. I shared with her how I've always visualized this ice crushing barge that I saw during a very cold winter in New York City, which was slowly and steadily chugging along, crushing that ice to make way for the bigger boats to follow it. That is really how I view my work. Most of the time, I keep on keeping on. Not always keeping the time or keeping score, just creating what I want to create and responding to the opportunities that arrive. But after seven years of parenting, I've learned that resting and recovering seasons are just as important as taking action, making plans, and doing the work. This was echoed in my next guest interview with Lisa Apia, a parent of one kid and founder of We Apply Career Services, who spoke with me about coaching career changers and jobs 
seekers alongside facilitating corporate leadership programs to create impact. Those episodes rolled out as numbers 67, 68, and 69, where we talked about how I originally met Lisa at a Startup Women networking dinner and shared how we were both experiencing seasons of rest, realizing our work and life are all about ebbs and flows. Lisa also shared some great advice for parents re-entering the workforce about quantifying your value, achievements, and accounting for all of the relevant experience you've had as a caregiver over the years and how that can translate into your next career opportunity. She is constantly giving out great advice over on LinkedIn and she has made me take stock of what I've done, sitting back and taking a wider view of it and experimenting with how I communicate it depending on the situation I'm in. Then I shared a bonus solo episode for number 70 where I outlined how I show up to pitch and present alongside my kids and how you can too. This is based on a workshop I've delivered and I'd love to learn more about people who've shown up in business settings alongside their children because these things need to be normalized if we're really trying to create more inclusive and kind workplaces, business spaces, and event experiences. My third interview was with Melissa Marston, a parent of four kids and found of Community, who spoke with me about creating spaces with a sense of purpose through commercial property and design. These episodes rolled out as numbers 71, 72, and 73, and between talking about redesigning spaces, different family and life routines, and how she's been creating a flexible work culture herself, Melissa had me really thinking about my own redundancy plans. It didn't help that a few weeks after our chat, our arrangement with a childcare provider didn't end up working working out and we had to move on from that. We were lucky to have a set of grandparents nearby who could help with our toddler a couple of days per week, but aside from that, it lit a fire under me to resume the daycare search. As a family, we also experienced a workplace redundancy during a parental leave and a business opportunity I've been working on for the past two years, which fell through in 2023. While I can't go into the details of those two right now, it really was a springtime period of redundancy after redundancy in life and in work. All the better to draw attention to it though, how you may be placing all of your hopes and dreams in one opportunity, arrangement, or person, and what to do if those things fall through, don't work out, or go their separate ways. What next and where to from there? If you think about it in advance, it may be easier to start taking actions when and if it happens. Then it was my fourth interview with Julie Cole, a parent of six kids and co-founder of Mabel's Labels, who spoke with me about becoming an advocate for autism, building a completely new product, and going through the M&A process. Those episodes rolled out as numbers 74, 75, and 76. Julie is someone who's transitioned from a law career into a company co-founder for a very personal reason related to her family and has helped to build the kind of workplace they wanted to experience as co-founders with young kids. Playdates held during meetings, making labels in their basement at 2 a.m., running out to be present at school events, but then making it up at a laptop during odd work hours in the evening. Like me, right now, recording this podcast episode after my kids have gone to sleep. You name it, Julie and her co-founders have probably done it over the past 20 years at Mabel's Labels, and they were always early and vocal on flexibility, treating people humanely, and the importance of adding humor to life's trying times. I love that she writes an annual recap of her mom fails, which her kids 
also help reminder of because I know for sure I could create my own regular list. Life throws a lot at you. Nobody is perfect and if you make a misstep, isn't it better to acknowledge it, say sorry, and move on? She also applies the same principles to parenting her kids, which has given me plenty to think about as we try to work out how to approach things as each kid is unique and what works for one won't always work for another. Still learning, always open to new ideas, but I really appreciated Julie's transparency and candidness. Then it was time for my fifth and final interview, but my first with a couple. Joy and Mayur Santake, parents of three kids, spoke with me about unschooling, homeschooling their children alongside building Nomad Gao, Remote Explorers, and Nomad Tuktuk Summer World School to facilitate co-working and co-living communities and experiences closer to nature. Those episodes rolled out as numbers 77, 78, and 79. With our conversation covering community, figuring out the differences between homeschooling and unschooling, and moving between Vietnam and India to build their businesses and life together. The spark of that conversation which stood out to me was the mention of building an inclusive community, but being incredibly intentional about what you're creating and for whom. Otherwise, it will be confusing and people won't know where they belong. As I've gone about hosting events in business spaces for parents and their kids, I've encountered this a few times, where a non-parent wants to attend and potentially market their services. I've even had straight-up pitches to distribute surveys or information related to my audience about completely unrelated things that are related to parenting but not related to entrepreneurship at all. Call me naive, but I didn't expect this to occur when I started setting up my event listings and hosting people in business spaces. But yes, if your audience is also potentially someone else's audience, but they are not a member of that same audience, for me, it's always caused me to pause and ensure I'm creating creating a safe space for parents and primary caregivers. As I mentioned on the last episode, it's the same with this podcast and who I feature as a guest. This often means having clear boundaries, saying no, communicating with clarity, and holding firm on the policies and values that you have. Joy and Mayur reinforced this for me and their approach to creating safe community experiences and spaces for both remote-first digital nomads and on separate occasions, families who are interested in travel world schooling and unschooling their kids are great examples of how we can carve out a very specific type of service or offering to fill an unmet need for a very specific audience as something for everyone will lead to confusing the message, the meaning, and the overall experience. Then finally, you're back with me, Amy, for the final two solo episodes, one which was another bonus episode, number 80, covering how I host and produce this podcast around a toddler and two school age kids and this last episode number 81 of season 5 where I would like to thank you once again for joining me my guests and letting us share a bit about their experiences mixing babies and business over the years this podcast was a placeholder for my parent-friendly professional development events, and now it's become one of the big things I focus on and give my energy to. I plan to spend the rest of this year doing more writing. My second book of the same name, Mixing Babies and Business, is in the works, and if you haven't had a chance to read my first one, it details how I started with an idea, tested and validated it, building a community of parents interested in investing in themselves alongside their kids. You can order an ebook or print book of startup 
blogging, validate a business idea, and build your audience through my website at amymaureenlynch.com. I'll also link to it in the show notes. Aside from writing, public speaking, and advisory services, I plan to dedicate more time to creating things, making art, and establishing a more regular practice. I've been dabbling in the arts for as long as I can remember, and have worked with arts organizations since 2008, primarily on their marketing communications and events. But what's funny about getting back into making the art itself is the process of the creative practices as an artist are very similar to my writing and podcasting workflows, so it will be interesting to see what manifests as a result of me giving it more time and attention. I feel like I'm exiting a season of client contract work and marketing-heavy activities and entering a new season of making, refining, and selling my own things. Of course, I'll still be marketing, but I want the focus to be on the making. I've also been a volunteer mentor in 2023 for the Startup Women program, and if you're a parent, you can get in touch to book a free call with me through the Mentorly program, which I'll also link to. We can chat about your business idea, podcasting tech, digital marketing, writing, creativity, public speaking, or parenthood, depending on where you're at in life and your career right now. When it comes to those topics, I have a few digital products I'll be sharing in the coming months. In addition to an audiobook version of my first book, I have an audio course about pursuing remote work as a contract freelancer or employee, and I'll be giving my remote work virtual retreat a refresh. All of those things will be linked on the Mixing Babies and Business online member portal when they're ready. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but I'm also planning for season six of the podcast to be released towards the end of 2023. I've had a few people pitching me over the past year, and it appears as though a guest interview list is in the works. But if there's anyone in particular you'd like to hear from or a specific topic you'd love me to cover on the podcast, please do reach out through the website at mixingbabiesandbusiness.com forward slash contact. I appreciate you once again following along on this live social experiment as we see what happens when others and myself mix babies and business. I aim to keep it a rolling digital archive of audio goodness focused on parenthood, entrepreneurship, flexible, and remote work with kids. That's me signing off for now, but until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.